What is going on, everybody? Welcome to, again, Wednesday Podcast. I am your host, Josh Sanchez. And man, it has been a long week in the sporting world. Welcome, everybody, again. NBA Wednesday. I love to do my podcast right in the middle of the week. And hopefully we get some good discussion today because we have a lot in store for you guys tonight. So, for you guys tuning in live on Twitch, welcome to Swoop Radio. I'm your host, Josh Sanchez. If you guys are going to miss this live stream, not to worry. You guys can tune in every podcast. Uh, I post it literally right after my live stream on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff. So, for today, we're just going to be chatting. We're going to be talking about a lot of basketball talk. That's what. That's how it's been the past couple weeks Man, because I'm not going to lie to you, I just woke up from my midday nap because if you guys don't know, I do work overnights and all that fun stuff. Man, I just woke up to some more crazy news. Freaking Kawhi Leonard, ESPN update. Come on, we got to play this real quick. Kawhi Leonard, star for the Los Angeles Clippers, feared he... He did something to his ACL, like a knee sprain or something. And you guys can tell I'm a Sixers fan, but we're going to talk about all the pie. We're going to start with the league first, and then we'll end with some Sixers-Hawks talk. So that'll be our first talk, first talking point for today. Kawhi Leonard, like, this is a huge blow. Now Paul George is going to have to be the number one option, and he's going to have to be the guy that day in and day out like, like he was in Indiana, and I'm not going to lie to you. I am concerned for the Clippers. They got game five in Utah. Then they got a game at home. And it, and it, apparently it's feared that Kawhi Leonard will be out for the series. So this is, this is a huge blow for the Clippers, man, because, I mean, they, already at, they, are, they are already at a dogfight. With the Jazz, they lost the first two games and everyone was rolling them out just like they did in the first series against the Mavericks. And Kawhi Leonard had an amazing performance last night or a couple nights ago. He banged on uh, Derek Favors. Like, that was the poster of the freaking playoffs. And, man, this is a huge, this is a big blow for the Clippers. And I'm not going to lie, this... These playoffs, injuries have just been killing teams. I mean, Anthony Davis, you have Embiid playing on a meniscus tear. Donathan Mitchell gets banged up. Kawhi Leonard's now out. Kyrie's hurt. James Harden got hurt. It it seems like this is whoever's going to win this year's finals is going to be the most healthy. That's, That's what it's telling you. And all these players, this is a shortened season. It's only 72 games. And... Everyone's doing all these load management stuff during the regular season, and players are still getting hurt in the postseason. So it really comes down to, like, what? Like, is road management okay? Like, is this something that, and I'm sorry if, I, if, I, if I'm frozen on Twitch, I apologize. But is this something that is a problem in the league? Is resting players mid-season, not getting them enough reps for the postseason, or should the league shorten the season? 
those two question marks are going to be huge in the following years. I mean, you're not seeing players go full 82 and then also play a full 20 games in the playoffs. It's 20 to 30 more games in the playoffs. It's concerning. And as an NBA fan, as an analysis man, it is very concerning. So hopefully, hopefully the players can get back strong because injuries suck and they really do. And I mean, if the Jazz win this series and Paul George doesn't give enough, he is now have he's going to have to be the guy. He is no longer a number two. Man, it's 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 going to be tough. We're looking like it's going to be a Jazz Suns Western Conference Finals. And then on the Eastern side, who knows what's going to happen with, you have Sixers, Hawks. I, I like the Sixers and Six. I'll talk about that later. And then obviously you got the Nets, Bucks. But this really sucks. And I'm not going to lie. I am, I'm upset because, man, Kawhi Leonard was really balling. Like he was balling. In this series, he, him and Paul George both had 31 last night. Now, Paul George is going to have to go for at least 40, just like KD. He's going to have to really take over, but I don't see that happening in Utah, especially with the way Donovan Mitchell's playing, and then also the way how the Utah Jazz, they play way better at home than on the road. And then even another breaking news in the Western Conference, Chris Paul is entering COVID protocol. So now he's going to be out for an entire week. He most likely is going to miss game one. It all depends on how long the Clippers Jazz go. They play tonight. No, no, no. no. Do they play? Yes, they do. They do play tonight. They play the same night as the Sixers. They play tonight, game five. Game six is on Friday. And then game seven would be on Sunday if that series were to go seven. And Chris Paul just entered league protocols today. So... Not until next Wednesday, so he's definitely missing game one. He might even miss game two, depending on how far this series goes. So, and not having Chris Paul for the first two games, and they're in Utah against the Jazz, man, that sucks. It, man, like, what's going on? This is why you don't do the NBA playoffs during Gemini season. This is why you only have maybe a round or two in Gemini season because this is what happens. Players get hurt. Tour season's where it's at. And if you guys can tell, I am a tourist. So this is absolutely insane to think about. So hopefully Kawhi Leonard will get better. Hopefully Paul George can do some magic because I was looking forward to Clippers Suns, honestly. I mean, the Jazz, they are a cool team. They shoot a lot of great threes. And I love Donathan Mitchell. But I'm I'm not gonna lie, like I'm not really excited over the Jazz. They they they're beatable to me. The Suns have played the best in this playoffs, definitely by far. But now who knows what the hell is gonna happen with Chris Paul and his league protocols. It just comes down to who can stay healthy. And man, oh man, oh man, Kawhi Leonard going down sucks. But We are going to conclude this first half of the topic. We got to talk about Brooklyn. Man, jeez. 
Man, if you guys have not checked out the Bucks Net series, you're missing a treat because man, jeez, Brooklyn and Milwaukee they played Game Five last night, and Kevin Durant was just oh my goodness, he made oh yeah, dude, Brooklyn, Brooklyn all day, uh, right way, man. Kevin Durant had. 49 last night. People called him out, and I was also one of those people as well. I was like, if people are going to call Kevin Durant the best player in the NBA, he is going to have to have a performance like he did last night. In a night where James Harden, and I, and I need to pause this video so that way I don't get copyrighted, so let's pause this, sorry. James Harden, as I, James Harden was playing on one leg. He shot one of ten. He did have like eight assists, but you know, you know, he didn't have it. Kyrie Irving, no Kyrie, no excuses because we got to hold Kevin Durant to the standard that we hold other superstars, LeBron and others that have done it. Kevin Durant has been the beneficiary of playing with a Stephen Curry, playing with a Clay Thompson. So this is the first time where it's like, holy crap. Kevin Durant's all alone, and he's going to have to lead. And that's exactly what he did last night. 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. As you guys can see me just clicking as just what a performance. This was the type of performance where, and I apologize again if I'm frozen. I got to work on this connection. This is a performance where you, this is I am the best player in the world performance. And I know the Brooklyn Nets are one win away from going to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I do believe they will win. I don't trust Milwaukee to win a Game 7. And I'm going to live broadcast Game 6 tomorrow night. I'm going to do Bucks nets my game of the week. I cannot do a Sixers game because tonight I work... And then also Friday, I plan to, I have plans Friday night because I'm probably going to watch the game with friends. So I'm going to live stream game six between the Bucks and Nets tomorrow night. It's going to be fun. We're going to have some great talk. And yes, and I completely agree with you. You're making some great points. That was the difference between Durant and Giannis. And the thing, the thing I have a problem with and with Giannis is... I mean, Giannis had 34 and had a great offensive performance, but it's defense. You can't win a def- you can't be a defensive player of the year. Giannis won defensive player of the year a couple years ago, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought Anthony Davis should have won it over him. No disrespect to Giannis. Giannis is a great player, but you can't call yourself the defensive player of the year and win the award, and then not be a not take on the challenge. Of sticking Kevin Durant. And I get it. Kevin Durant is on fire. He has 49 points. He's splashing threes. He's scoring everywhere. But if you are one of the best defenders. Instead of guarding freaking Blake Griffin. You go on a defensive end. And you stick Kevin Durant. You fight over them screens. And you be physical with him. Instead of letting P.J. Tucker go on Kevin Durant. Or Chris Middleton go on Kevin Durant, and they get schooled. 
You can't call yourself a defensive player of the year and, and guard Blake Griffin in this series. That's why the Bucks, and I completely agree with you, right way, 88. This, this is why the Bucks will never win against the Nets in this series. This is why. You have to put your best player, your best defensive player, on Kevin Durant and live with the results. Stop putting Giannis on... Please, stop putting Giannis on Kevin on Blake Griffin and put him on Kevin Durant. If you want to go to the Eastern Conference Finals, that's the move you're going to have to make. And the Bucks coach, and I apologize again, I keep going I keep freezing on Twitch. And and Mike Blutenhoser for the freaking Bucks is stupid. He he is one of the best regular season coaches in NBA history, but what has he done in the postseason? You're seeing his flaws as a coach. And this is a conversation I had with my friend years ago once the Bucs signed him. Because he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, because Jason Kidd used to be the coach for the Bucs. And, and my friend was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Mike Blutenholzer, he's definitely good. But I'm like, what has he done? In postseason moments, he has not, he has been outcoached. When he was with the Hawks, they got swept in the postseason when they took on the Cavs and they were the number one seed. I know the playoff LeBron is playoff LeBron, but you couldn't get one game. This is the same coach that did not put that did not put Giannis on Kawhi two years ago. And Kawhi was schooling him. There's also a coach that got out coached by Mike Spolstra in the bubble last year. And now you're seeing him get out coached by a rookie coach in Steve Nash. Steve Nash has done a great job in this series. Now, granted, I know he has some star players. But yeah, I mean, and I agree with you. At the end of the game, the Nets weren't afraid to foul Giannis because he's a bad free throw shooter. Yes. And that's the thing. Giannis is a superstar player, but he's not going to hit his shots and he's not going to be a good free throw shooter. Every superstar has their flaws, but it seems like Giannis has the most flaws out of the superstars. And I do believe the Bucks will win game six, but I, but I don't trust them in game seven on the road against the Nets. And honestly, the Nets might even win game six, but I'm just telling you how I feel, how my gut's feel, and I feel like that series is going to go seven. But Kevin Durant had, I will repeat this and my takeaway for this topic, Kevin Durant had a... I am the best player in the league moment last night. Now he just needs to do it one more time and repeat that performance. And the Brooklyn Nets will be going on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Sixers will be joining them. And I will talk about the Sixers after we take a quick little break. But I'm not I'm not done with the Nets and, and Bucks. So that's my bone to pick with the Bucks when it comes to their overall team. Giannis in the clutch, his free throw shooting is not good, and also his jump shot is not that good. I also am not a fan of Mike Blutenhoser. I, I think that he is limited as a coach, and he really hurts he really hurts the Bucks in postseason basketball. He always gets out coached when it matters most. And Steve Nash has been, has done a great job, has done a great job in this series. I mean, you have no center and 
your defense has been way better than advertised. I was not expecting the Bucks defense to be this good. Not Bucks, the Nets defense to be this good against the Bucks. And now I do know that they're taking advantage of Giannis's limitations. But at the same time, it's just like that's the difference between these two teams. Kevin Durant is a superstar player. If the Bucks are smart, they should double him and live with the result with the role players. Especially now that James Harden, you can tell James Harden did not have it. Let's look at his back box score. This is how bad James Harden was. He was 1 of 10, 0 of 8 from the three-point range, only had three free throws. He had eight assists. And how many? I don't even know how many points he had. Let, let's see how many points. He only had five points. James Harden's not going to play like that again. And you know, as, as the series progresses, he's going to get his legs back. So, and who knows how he's going to be for the rest of the playoffs. Because once you have a hamstring injury, this this is what I'm talking about. And I talked about it like five minutes ago with Kawhi Leonard's injury. Like, there's just so many freaking injuries that's happening in this year's playoffs. It it makes me wonder, like, is resting players in the regular season worth it now? Because you have all these guys getting hurt in the final stretch. And it's hurt. It's killing me, man. As a basketball fan, I want to see everybody healthy. We're probably going to get Jazz Suns in the conference finals. And do we really think that both teams deserve it? I think the Suns played great, but Anthony Davis was not full, was was hurt. And then you have Jamal Murray, no Jamal Murray in the second round. So as great as the Suns have been, but they have been the beneficiary of teams being hurt. But I mean, I, I I will say I will say, man, it's it. Hopefully, the playoffs will continue this way and continue to be good. But in order for the Bucks, and this is my last point, and then we're gonna take a quick five minute break here, and we'll talk about Sixers Hawks Game Five. The Bucks are not going to win this series unless Giannis decides to take on the challenge, not only of scoring but also playing again and guarding Kevin Durant all forty eight minutes. That's what's going to have to happen if the Bucs are going to win these next two games. Giannis is going to have to get off of Blake Griffin and get off of whatever matchup he's on and stick the best player on the floor, and that is Kevin Durant. And for Kevin Durant, two years ago, he was in the hospital recovering from an Achilles tear, something that we have never seen no athlete come from, come, come back from. To see him do something that not even LeBron James, Michael Jordan, any of the greats have ever done. I believe only three other people have done it. Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA right now. He is. Coming off of that Achilles tear, a career-ending injury, to see him play how he's playing is spectacular. And I'm happy for Kevin Durant. You got all you got to do is give him his props. You can come at him for going to Golden State. You can come at him for that. But with this, with this performance, this might have been the best performance of Kevin Durant's playoff career. I'm not going to lie to you. It's right up there with both of his game three, three-point shots in front of LeBron's face. I remember one year it was in front of LeBron. The other year it was from it was in front of George Hill because LeBron switched off. But yeah, I mean, you got to put... Kevin Durant, even even when he was in OKC, uh, 
I remember the fans were calling him Mr. Unreliable and he dropped 48, I believe, or something in that, in that game. Like, those are the performances in Kevin Durant's career that I remember. And this performance, coming off the injury, everything that happened, meaningful game five, both of your stars, Kyrie ain't playing, Harden's on one leg. Man, this this was single-handedly his best performance of his playoff career. I got to put it right there. And I got to end the topic with that. So Bucks need help. Giannis has to stick KD for the rest of the series. Double KD. And then live at the result. But do I see the Bucks doing that? No. Because Mike Blutenhoser is an idiot of an NBA coach. Um, he is a great regular season coach. But he's not a good postseason coach. So that concludes the first topic here of Swoop Radio. I hope you guys, we're going to take a quick, just a quick five-minute break. I need to grab some water, refresh, and all that fun stuff. When we come back, we're going to talk about Sixers-Hawks Game 5. You guys know I got my Sixers cap on, and I expect the Sixers to win in six, and I'll explain why. So you guys listen to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Twitch TV Live and also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio. Just search Swoop Radio and I'll pop right up. My fault, guys. I have set my alarm. Yep. <laughs> I set my alarm for this time. So we'll be right back here on Swoop Radio. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the second topic. My fault, guys. I'm just trying to clear out Spotify and all that fun stuff. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that little Naruto uh, intro. I mean, that uh, Bluebird, that is by far the best intro I've ever listened to in anime history. Side note, I love to talk about anime as well. And I got a couple cool Naruto tattoos as well. But we are going to talk about the sec for the second half of the podcast. We're going to talk about Game 5 between the Sixers and the Hawks tonight. The Sixers are a seven-point favorite. And if you guys should, you guys should read the line. Because I mean that, man. There is a reason why the Sixers are a seven-point favorite in this game. Because I got a bone to pick. I'm not going to lie. The Sixers, this series honestly should have been a sweep. But the Sixers have played two of their worst halves of basketball in this series that I've ever seen. Like, I, I can't believe it, honestly. I mean, game one, the first half, the Sixers just, they, they were asleep, played their worst defensive game all season. Still almost came back and won that game. And then let's fast forward to game four a couple nights ago. So I was at work. I, I watched the first half. I was like, all right, I'm going to turn it off. Sixers look like they're going to win. They're up by 18 points. I really liked how the Sixers are closing out. Like I've been saying to everybody, Sixers and five, the Sixers are clearly the better team compared to the Hawks. And there's no disrespect to the Hawks. The Hawks, they have Trey Young. He's a great superstar. But the Sixers have the size to and, th- and they can throw bodies at him. Ever since the Sixers put Ben Simmons on Trey Young, Trey Young has not been as good. And Trey Young did have 18 assists game four. Good for him. But I mean, he shot 
6 of 27 last night. Credit to Ben Simmons and his defense on him in this series. I mean, ever since Ben and I don't know why you have a defensive player of the year candidate in my opinion should have been defensive player of the year in Ben Simmons. I don't know why the hell game 1 you put Danny Green on him. You put Danny Green on Trey Young. That's just stupid. So we gave game 1 away to the Hawks. And game four, if you know your big man is oh is shooting, he it's not like it's not like Embiid had it going in the first half either. He started the game 0 of five. He ended the game four of twenty shooting. So if you know the big man, your star player does not have it, why the hell aren't you running the offense through Simmons through Harris? There's a reason why the Sixers have a big three. Ben Simmons, one field goal attempt in the second half. Tobias Harris, only two field goal attempts in the fourth quarter. That whole second half, the Hawks' defense was not even that good. It was it was all, honestly, it was bad Sixers execution. It was awful. It, the offense was, all right, let's stand around and let's just feed the big guy, even though he's shooting four of 20. He, he can't buy a shot. That was a moment where the Sixers, other stars, Simmons, Harris, Seth Curry, everybody else should have picked up the slack and been there for the big man because if Simmons would have just made one extra basket or if Harris would have made just one extra basket, even though the Hawks, even though, here's the crazy part, the Sixers would have won that game even if one of those guys just made an extra basket. That's how bad the Hawks were. In game four, I grant it, the Hawks did not turn the ball over at all. They only turned the ball over four times. They had over 100 possessions. They shot 37%. The Sixers' defense is suffocating the Hawks. The Hawks, you can tell this game has been, this series has been a physical series. Trey Young's having shoulder problems. The Hawks, they cannot match the Sixers' defensive intensity. They can't. The Sixers are clearly the better team, whether if Embiid's hobbled or Embiid's healthy. It's just the problem I have with this Sixers team is that on nights when the big man is not going, where is Ben Simmons? Where is Tobias Harris? Like, There's a reason why you have other stars on the team. And the Hawks, you can't sit up here and tell me that Ben Simmons can't drive on Bondanovich and also Trey Young. You can't put Trey Young on it in an ISO on the defensive end, but instead you keep trying to feed the ball to a guy that has a torn freaking meniscus, and you're starting to see that be problems. And where I put game four, I put game four as possibly the turning point if the Sixers lose to the Nets next series in six games because Embiid does not have enough on his legs. We're going to look at game four as the game where it's like, hey, the Sixers should have won this series in five, should have been four, but the Sixers win this series in five and B gets enough rest. Now the Sixers have to go back to Atlanta and that's another 48 minutes you got to play against them and Embiid is not going to get the right rest that he's supposed to get when we were coming into this series. So that's the only point that I'm really going to take away. And I know right way, I know you mentioned in your comments, my bad for the late response. 
You said Sixers favorite by seven. Will the Hawks pull the upset? I don't see it. The Sixers are at home. The Sixers have the home crowd. And I believe that last night, I think Ben, If honestly, I would bet Ben Simmons to score a triple-double tonight. 15, 10, and 10. I also, <clears throat> sorry, I'm speaking very fast. I also would expect Tobias Harris to give you at least 25-30 tonight. Those are my bold predictions, honestly. And because they know the big guy, I mean, Embiid is not going to play that bad ever again. 0 of 12 in the second half. 0 of 12. Embiid's not going to play that bad again. I think I think he's Embiid's done giving the Sixers 40 a night, though. If he can give the Sixers 25 points, that's perfect. 25 points, 15 boards. Because Embiid had 21 boards in game four. This on a despite not hitting any shots. He still had 20, 21 boards. The Hawks still have no answer for him. And if they're going to double him, Simmons, Harris, all day. I, that's why I don't get. You, you use Embiid as a decoy, and you get the other stars open shots. The Hawks' defense is bad. Like, if you guys saw the TNT telecast, they were talking about how bad the Hawks' defense was, and the Sixers were just not taking advantage of that. The whole loss, I put the blame on Doc Rivers and also the other stars. You got to feel, you got to have a feel of the game. Okay, like my big man, our star players not hitting shots. Let me elevate my game. There was none of that in game four. I think the Sixers win this game tonight by 10 plus, And I think the Sixers dominate from the opening tip. Trey Young and his shoulder is going to, is going to be a factor as well. This, this series has been a physical series, and the Hawks cannot match the physical the physicality of the Sixers, which is why I think the Sixers win tonight, and they win big. I think they win by 10, 10 to 15 points. That's my prediction for tonight's game. And then I also think game six, I think it'll be a closer game, but I think the Sixers prevail. The Hawks, they just don't have enough. And, and people are like, well, the Hawks have a bad shooting night. The Hawks averaged 12 threes a game. They hit 12 threes last uh, game four. They hit 12 threes in game three. They hit 12 threes in game two. They, I mean, I don't know why everybody's saying the Hawks are having off shooting nights. I mean, that's, that's the Hawks. They give you 12 threes a night. That's their average. Game one was a fluke. They hit 20 threes. And that was also credit terrible Sixers defense. So, being in that home crowd, this this game is not going to be a contest. I'm going to let you guys know right now. No contest. Expect, uh, take the overs for Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris tonight. And you guys can text me and, and text me your winnings. Because the Sixers are good. I, I, honestly, it's an easy bet. Pick the Sixers to cover the seven points. And then also pick Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. Pick their overs tonight. Because, it, again, the, the Hawks, they just don't have enough. Even on a tour. And then here's the problem I also have. Clint Capella talking trash about how well, you can fatigue and beat. The man's averaging 30 on a torn meniscus on you. You're a minus 47 in this series. And you have the nerve to talk about that after the postgame. Man, the, the Hawks, they are a great team. I really like them. They are a young they're a young upcoming team, but not having DeAndre Hunter matters in this series. I will say if DeAndre Hunter did play, I think the Sixers 
would not be as dominant and on offense as they usually are. I'll give them that. But the Sixers would still win in I, Sixers and six, regardless if DeAndre Hunter plays. And I know Danny Green has been out, was out game four. That hurt them a little bit. But <laughs> the fix is in no Chris Paul, no Phoenix Suns. And I agree. I talked about that earlier, uh, right way. I talked about how. I talked about how now that Chris Paul's in COVID, in COVID protocol, depending on I, depending on how this Clippers Jazz series goes, because Kawhi Leonard's out, man, concerning. But my prediction for tonight with the Sixers: Sixers win one twenty to one hundred. Simmons goes for Simmons has his playoff triple double. Tobias Harris goes for thirty. Embiid gets twenty. They all rest in the fourth quarter. Best case scenario, Embiid rests the entire fourth quarter. Get ready for game six Friday night in Atlanta. So that is my bold prediction for tonight's game. So I hope you guys <laughs> get your money's worth and take my prediction. Because I, I, when it comes to feels of games, I feel confident tonight. The Sixers, this is the Sixers game of the year. They need to show everybody, look, like we're a number one seed. If they lose this game, the Sixers... I'm going to be so disappointed in them. This team is not ready and definitely would be overrated. If they lose tonight's game, this team is overrated as hell. And there's going to be a lot of questions going into the offseason because if they lose this game and lose to the Hawks, that is huge disappointment, honestly, to the point where I believe Ben Simmons would get traded because you don't lose against the Hawks. You don't. The Hawks are a good team. That's why they got you a couple games. They're grit. They're tough. But the Hawks are not better than the Sixers. And the Sixers are going to show that tonight. So, to conclude today's full podcast, because we are around 40 minutes, that's where I want to be each week for my podcast. If you guys want to, if you guys are bored tomorrow around 7.30, I will be broadcasting. Now, it's probably going to be 8, 8.30. I'm going to be live streaming the Nets, Bucks. Game six tomorrow on Twitch. So hopefully you guys can tune in there. We're going to have fun. There's going to be live betting. I'm going to bet some of the things. How, what's KD's over under going to be? I'm going to take, I might take that, take a look at that. And can the Nets close out the series or can the Bucks force a game seven? That's going to be some great talking points there. Also, hopefully... The Sixers will get a dub. We'll talk about it tomorrow on my live stream. If the Sixers win or lose, I'll either be happy or furious, as you guys can tell. And hopefully Kawhi Leonard can come back in this series. He's definitely out for game five, so that's going to be tough. But you guys can tune in. I'm going to show you guys my website real quick. So that way you guys can tune in and check out my Swoop Radio website. I have my Twitch link. I have all that right there for you guys. Spotify, Twitch, Apple Podcasts, and also Pokemon that I live stream. And here's my podcast every time. New podcast every Wednesdays at 4 on Spotify, Google Podcasts, all that fun stuff. And I usually do Twitch streams at 2.30, but today I was in the mood. I woke up early and I was ready. And I have all of my old podcasts and stuff there, you guys. The links to all my profiles. So just check out Swoop Radio's WordPress and also subscribe to the website so that way you guys can get new posts new updates and all that fun stuff and i apologize again if i keep freezing i need to work on this connection and call xfinity so i apologize for that but subscribe to the swoop radio wordpress and also check out podcast every week but 
I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Thank you for everyone that came on. We've had a lot of viewers. Sixers in six. Expect the Sixers to win by 20, uh, not 20, but 15 plus points tonight. Bet the overs for Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris tonight. And then talk to me tomorrow if you see if you guys won money or not. But for now, have a wonderful week, guys. Stay safe and tune in, tune in back next week, next Wednesday around this time. Hopefully we'll be talking about Sixers, Nets, Eastern Conference Finals, and also the Conference Finals Series. But for now, this is your host, Josh Sanchez, signing off.